Today we're going down all the way to the Cape. Why? Because there's lots of interesting people down there that we have to get to know. So today you're meeting Karine de Vol. Hello, Karine. Hello, Janine. And Fabian Boerter. Hello, Fabian. Hello, Janine. We're going to start with Karine as founder of JBNG. Join bands, not gangs. Let's introduce you first before we get into the work that you guys are doing. Um, Karine, there at home where you've got to impress no one, you can literally just be yourself. Personality-wise, yeah. what makes you tick? Oh, I actually, I love people, but I also love being by myself. So walking in nature and or listening to music, writing music, playing music, anything with music. <laughs> <laughs> Simple, as long as there's a beat. Ooh, not always, no, classical. Oh, <laughs> okay, the beauty of music. <laughs> Fabian, introduce yeah. yourself. If you had to, someone's never met you before, they meet you for the first time, and you want to give them an inkling into your heart. Who, who is Fabian Boerter? I am Fabian Boerter, and I am a big music lover, and I love to do music, especially with children. I'm, I was studying at Tech Music Institute for three years. I just finished with my last exam. And, yeah, I love music and I love people and I love what I do in my community for my people. Fabian, so how'd the exam go? The exam for me went very well. I'm just waiting for my last stuff to come out so that I can see. But as for me, I, I know I did good, yes. <laughs> Karin, let's start with you because you've got a huge music background. Just give us the background. Mm. Just put yourself in perspective, yeah? Okay, so I um, studied music. It's been my passion my whole life. And I got a scholarship and I went to America and I studied at Berkeley College of Music. Um, and I wanted to be a film composer. Um, so I love big orchestral music. I can write for choirs. I can write for big band. I can write for orchestra and, and everything in between. And I play bass and I play piano and I play guitar. Um, and I sing and I write for strings and all that stuff. But I felt when I was in America towards the end, I, I really did feel that the, the Lord kind of led me to come home um, and to start an organization called Join Bands, Not Gangs. So uh, my, my background is that I, I worked in the film industry for a little bit. I, I freelanced for a bit, but then I felt it was time to just start pursuing this as a full-time thing. But my, my whole vision is to create music, beautiful music, authentic music, South African music. I, I, I want to compose and I want to give others the opportunity to compose as well. Well, <laughs> having had the opportunity in America, I mean, you can have made big bucks there and you know, nice and safe, cushy life there. God leads you back to South oh, Africa, but why specifically get involved with gangs, gangsterism, 26s, 28s? This is dangerous work. So how, how did you get involved there? Why is that your passion? Well, Fabian and I share this story, actually, um, because, well, first of all, I'll start with the name. Um, when I was in the States, I just saw that a lot of musical instruments were just lying around. People had a lot of extra everything. So extra food, extra stuff, you know, and extra musical instruments. And I just felt one day that the Lord put in my heart that if you go back to Cape Town, I want you to start an organization the name is Join Bands of Gangs, and the mission is to bring a million instruments to the Cape Flats and the, the people of South Africa so we can uh, raise up a new generation of Levites, essentially. So um, so the, the vision was literally a direct download from the Holy Spirit. Um, but uh, the mission looked a little different. When I came home, I was freelancing. I had no idea when or where or how to start this thing. And Fabian's dad, actually, um, Flip Weta, 
he works as a security officer at our complex. And we became good friends just talking. And one day, I know there was a, there was a lot of kids dying at that point. Some of Fabian's friends, you'll hear from him. Um, there was some shootouts and stuff. And he said, Karim, the kids are killing each other. Can't you come in with music? And I was like, no, Flip, I'm working. I don't have the time. And in 2018, I just felt that it was Mandela's centenary birthday. And I had written the song for Mandela. And I felt it's now or never. Just start the organization. Use the song to start the organization. And then Flip... Um, invited me into the community and uh, Nicolene's Fabian's mom uh, opened the house to us. And that's where we started. And Fabian was one of the first kids there. And I, I bet me, I don't know if you were Grensgeval, Fabian, <laughs> but he, he was part of our, like, our working with the gangs, teaching the gangsters music class. <laughs> Fabian, I want to yeah. ask you, so here comes this whitey musician, you know, they're soft people. <laughs> they're always there where, where you've got lights and cameras and action, you know. And they come to your hood and they want to tell you what to do in life. What goes on in your head when you meet her the first time? The first time when I met Karin was at my house and I didn't really know Karin, but something about it told me that she's a, she, was, she is a good person and that the way she came here, she presented herself uh, very good and I could see that she wanted to help, and music-wise, I wanted to learn a lot, and I did learn a lot from her, because we performed together, and yeah, she showed me a lot of stuff I didn't know, took me places where I performed I never performed before, and I'm grateful for the chance she gave me, and getting to know Karim was a good thing in my life, and I'm very grateful I got to know her. So then you go and, and you start working with 26s and 28s. I mean, when I've got interviews with people that get saved in prison in the Cape, then they come from the 26s and 28s. It's just this backstabbing and it's guns and it's warfare and it's people dying and all of that. So tell mm. me how this works now when you arrive there and you want to bring them instruments. Do you invite them to come somewhere out of where they are or do you go to where they are at? How does this thing work, Karin? Um, so Nicoline, Fabian's mom and I, um, and we had some other people that joined us at the beginning. But basically, um, Nicoline and Flip has built a very good relationship in the community um, over a long period of time. So I think the success of, of, of working with the gangsters was directly connected to the fact that we worked with the local people. So it, there's no point coming in from the outside and saying, do this, do this. The, the, the point is you, you bring yourself, you present your idea, and then you see how what is the need in the community and you serve that need. So it's actually quite funny because we started in Fabian's high school. We, we started a music program in Scottsdale high first, and then the SABC covered that story uh, of, um, of the, the instruments that we gave to the school. And so the gangsters actually, because we had gone to just meet them, it's meet and greets. You, you have to make a lot of points of contact. You just go and speak to them. You make friends with them. You always go with the local communities. So there's a point of reference and you just become friends by talking. But when they saw us on TV giving instruments to Scottsdale High School, one of the gangsters, Sammy, um, uh, Fabian will know, uh, went to Nicolene and say, hey, when is Karin going to come teach us now? So then nice. literally they invited us, they invited us to come, to come and to teach them because we said we wanted to teach them. And so the invitation was from them. 
and literally Nicolene opened her house and we would meet with the gangs twice a week, hey, Fabian, and uh, teach guitar. And then the second meeting would be guitar plus some counseling, some, you know, group therapy, just working with them, getting to know them. And uh, that's actually when Fabian wrote down on a board that his dream is to become, to have a music school. And so you're, amazing oh, that's so exciting the journey. fabian so tell me yeah. now yeah they come for the first time they come into the house we're not gonna have a music lesson how does this work do you teach them their first chord or how do you do music lessons with someone's got no music background first of all teaching them was very difficult because some of them were was on drugs and so on and their <laughs> minds weren't uh capable at the time to focus. So it took a lot, of, a lot from us to like teach them from the basic. We first teach them notes. After the notes, we go to the court one by one, major, minor. So, but teaching them uh, was, uh, was a lot of work, first of all, because it took a lot from them to come here because even in the street where they came to us, the way we love, there's a lot mm-hmm. of gangsters also fighting with them. And so, but it took courage for them and uh, they were brave actually to come out of the, 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 the corners and so, but yeah, we took them and we learned them from basic up so, to where they are now. And some of them can play very good now. Yeah. And yeah, it was a good experience for them as well. I could see the faces. They were happy all the time. They were here. <laughs> some days they weren't here. They came to ask when are, when we, and so when are we starting again and so, but it was a good experience for me to see the people in uh, the gangsters actually in our community they hate the art because the people here they don't see them as that and music opened their hearts up some of them aren't in gangsterism anymore some of them uh but out of the gangs through music and yeah music changed their lives and for my community uh, i'm very grateful that music and music is still gonna change it that's amazing. Karin, but I mean, that, that sense of accomplishment, not only on their side for each little one, extra chord, extra, you know, especially if it gets, starts getting fancy and you can brag with something that you know now, that sense of accomplishment must definitely be something that you could build on every time. And also from your side, that sense of accomplishment of seeing the light going on in people's lives actually changing. Um, yeah, I, I think it's, it might be good, Janine, just to give a little bit of clarity that we, we taught the gangsters first and then that became a children's class as well. So we have classes for the gangsters and we have classes for the children. And so, um, in the one hand, we're trying to do intervention with the gangsters. Uh, and and then on the other hand, we're trying to do prevention, but with the children. So yes, after three years, I can say that it's 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 very satisfying to see you know some people have changed their lives because the music lessons uh, moved on for some people. Some of the gangsters went to rehab um, where they got upskilled, and we we started to sponsor a gangster program that was an outflow of that. But I must say that it's a it's a big challenge, Janine. Um, you know, there is definitely a sense of accomplishment, but there's a lot of resistance as well. Um, stuff like funding that dries up, you know, we had three lockdowns. Um, so, so it's the, 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 you have to hold on to those accomplishments, you know, sometimes to pull you through because, um, there's also a lot of disappointments. We had some students getting killed. Um, there's been a lot of heartache in, in between. So you have to, you have to say, Lord, it's for the one starfish. 
Um, I explained it to somebody the other day. It's like, I'm, I feel like I'm throwing starfish back into the sea, but there's a massive tsunami coming. <laughs> but you, you just got to like hold on to the one starfish and, and help that one starfish, you know. So, and, yes. and what did it do for you, Karin, in your own in your own walk with the Lord, because you're now talking about these challenges, which is real. And you get two days mm. where you feel really despondent and other days where you've got hope again and you, you're ready for this. We can do this. You know, the ups and the downs of, of this journey with the Lord. The Lord never promises easy road, especially if you're fighting the kinds of demons you guys are. Gangsterism is a, is a huge stronghold when it comes to the Cape and not only the Cape, but specifically there. Um, so what you're taking on here with music is actually, I would think, something that would stretch you really thin and would, would enhance your, uh, um, your surrender and your dependence on the Lord. So in your own heart, did something shift through this whole process? Yes. Um, I'm going to touch on Nicolene and Flip as well. But I'm just going to quickly say from my perspective, I've, I've been through the whole, um, the whole roller coaster of a Janine because uh, it was actually, you know, it was very disappointing at times thinking certain people, uh, you know, will help in different capacities, whether it's emotional support or financial, whatever. And you, if you don't get it, you have to say, Lord, but, you know, you knew that I needed this. And why, why are we not getting it? And I, I've had to separate in some sense that people have free will to, to, to on whichever level to support you. It's not always the Lord that doesn't want to help. Sometimes it's just people that doesn't, don't want to listen or, or, or it's still free will. So I, I had to literally at some point go through feeling that the Lord didn't support um, to understand that, no, it's, it's, um, you know, Joseph was a long time in the jail and people still have free will. So, I think I learned a lot that we we are so much the hands and feet of Jesus, Janine. That for some people, it's it's not urgent to to respond on on what you feel in your heart. But for other people, sometimes it's urgent. If you feel you need to help, or you need to help, because if you don't, it becomes urgent at the recipient side, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I just I had to I had to um, I had to separate sometimes unanswered prayers that it's not always the Lord. It's just free will of, of the people. And, and so it, I had to rebuild my trust at some point in the Lord. Um, but yeah, but, but otherwise it's good to just have real Christian friends around and it's, and you have to spend time with the Lord. You have to uh, fill your oil, but it has, it was challenging at some points this year. I've for the last few months, it's just been me on the admin side. And I, I literally work till 2am mm. a few times a week because the, the work is just so much and you're constantly pushing for funding. And if it doesn't come in, you're like, Lord, I'm just going to, you know, be resilient so later. It's just, you, I don't know. You just, you need to make the time for the Lord because at some point, you can't do any more work. It has to be the Lord coming through for you. There's nothing physically more you can do. But I also want to say, Janine, I have to give credit. Yes, Flip and Nicolene, Boeta and Fabian, and they are the intercessors of that neighborhood. That This organization is standing today because people prayed for us. And, um, and Flip and Nicolene has, has put Jesus first solid, like, they have their, their solid prayer hours. They don't skip. They don't skim. They pray. And so sometimes it seems like, oh, you know, join lots of gangsters, you know, 
been able to push through, but it's literally just because of the prayers. I, I, I think if they were not praying, this organization probably wouldn't be surviving anymore because I, I, I work more than I pray and they pray. <laughs> so it, it, it's that, it's prayer. It's the engine of prayer behind. Yeah. So that's why we stand. Karina, I just want to encourage you maybe besides Joseph and it was years that he was in prison now. And I keep wondering, that first year, after the first year, after the, the guy didn't come back to him and didn't tell the king about him, after he promised to tell the king about him, and even in the New Testament, yeah. I mean, Paul sometimes fasted because he didn't have food. And then you'd yes. see that he, he's the one who'd say that we are more than conquerors to Christ who strengthens us, that all things work together for good for those who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. It's the same guy who had to fast sometimes because he didn't have food and how God, um, how, how the operation that he does on our hearts doesn't happen at the place where there is still enough where there is provision or where, where things make sense. That's not where faith happens. Faith happens when you don't know, don't understand, where everything is dark around you. I mean, in that prison, it was dark and it was damp and it was stinking and it was horrid. And still God didn't spare them. And even in the New Testament, how the Christians, how they were martyred, how they were used as torches. And you'd think, but a good God... <laughs> You know, logic, yeah. logic has to defend his name by providing for his people. But somehow he does not go around the valley of the shadow of death. He goes through it. And somehow you still hear. And, and I honor that. I want to honor the fact that you and Fabian and, and everyone working in the organization, that you are still there in spite of it all, because that proves a lot that uh, that is doing your works in such a way that you shine a, a clear light that people who see that light will honor the father in heaven that's when you don't get the honor anymore because people know you don't have money either <laughs> that's when god gets the glory so um i want to i want to give you the opportunity karin if people want to help if people want to get involved um, with time, with money, with, with musical instruments, whatever it is that people can give, how do they get in contact with you guys? Um, well, you can contact us on Facebook at Join Bands Art Gangs or on Instagram, Join Bands Art Gangs or Gmail, Join Bands Not Gangs at gmail.com. Um, and our phone number is also on the, on the, or our website, joinbands.gangs.com. Um, but uh, our numbers there as well. But how people can get involved is our, our mission is ultimately going to be this gang intervention. In other words, we work with the gangsters, like Fabian explained um, at the beginning. We really want to get that program up and running again because um, we're not teaching them at the moment because we don't have funding for that specific part. And from there, um, so you can get involved in uh, giving money specifically for teaching gangsters, which is basically paying music teachers to teach them. Then we have a sponsor gangster program where you can get involved by helping us to cover the cost to send one gangster to rehab for six months where they learn a skill and um, get mind renewal courses and all kinds of stuff like that's very good. So it's sponsor gangster program. If you want to get involved, you can get involved in sponsoring our teachers. Fabian is running the Blue House Music School in Scottsdale. Or you can give musical instruments. If you have an old instrument, you can give. But I want to mention this before I, I, I talk about those things is what we really need now and what I've learned after three years is that what we need is to teach the communities 
to help themselves to start their own music programs and to teach them how to find their own funders. Because I realized that it's going to be a bottomless pit for me to go look for funding for more and more schools. You mm. know, it's, it's not going to work. What we are doing now, and this is what I really need funding for. I need people to, I, I need 75,000 rands for this specifically, is uh, over the next few months to build a system online that can teach people how to, um, how to run their own music schools, to build a digitized um, online distribution channel for like setting up a, a national distribution channel for instruments so that we have collection points and all this stuff, but everything has to be digital and online. Um, and it's going to take us about five months to build this thing. So it's like 15K a month, which is not so much money, but 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 we need that because I'd, I feel, Janine, that if we can teach people how to start their own music school, how to pull the funding, like Oetsuerin supports Oetsuerin, George supports George, um, Prince Albert supports Prince Albert, you know, if we can teach people to pull a hundred rand from 40 funders in their area and so have 4,000 rands to run your own little music school, then we are teaching people how to fish. We cannot just hand out fish anymore. I can't, I can't just give money anymore. I can't just give, give, give. It has to be upskilling so that it becomes self-sustaining. So I'm looking for people. We have our 18A. I'm looking for people to fund the, the back end of this organization so that we can have minimal staff and we can run this program empowering hundreds of communities to make their own music schools without taking up our overheads, you know? Mm. Um, so, so that's where I'm now. That's how people can help me. I need, I need somebody to help fund the back end of the company. And then we need staff, we, all the basic stuff, but um, yeah, just, just at least come and join our Facebook page and follow the journey with us and, I mean, I would love Fabian to run his own music school also, and he's at the point. So if you have a heart for specifically um, wanting to support one specific music school, Fabian is ready to go. That's where we do all our stuff in Scottsdale. So if you want to sponsor that school, um, that school is our first. It's our, it's our prototype, so. Yeah. Okay, so Google that, join bands, <laughs> not <laughs> gangs, as simple as that, and you'll find all of them and you can get involved.